0: Powerhouse ladies and gents. All aboard! <laughs> I, 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 I. Yes, 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 two and oh. 2-0, and 0. everyone was saying 0-3, 0-3 to start the season, and welcome to another Real Bucks Talk podcast, Michael Plus here, Mark Ramirez, and it is, it is just awesome to be 2-0, first place in the division since 2010, uh, I mean, offensive powerhouse yet again, I mean, we were at the game, I'm red, I'm sunburned, like head to toe, but it was awesome. Okay, so yeah, let's let's be honest. Plus is,
1: plus is a very fair-colored-skinned young man. I'm clear. He's clear, <laughs> and as of right now, he's red lobster. Mm-hmm. He's crab legs. He's all of the above. He's he, his forearms are burnt, and his palms, his not his palms, but the back of his hands are burnt. So he's. He's the wider side of the podcast. I'm, I'm a little bit of the brown side. I'm the, the browner fella you saw when the drum line was going on <laughs> at the end of the game. I, and let's be honest, the voice at the beginning of the podcast was me, a belligerent drunk. <laughs> when, it, when, the, when it's NFL football Sunday... I'm on another level, like when I joke around saying that I, I me and Pless are like punching each other about the football game, we are now, not to blows, but we're we're getting into it. and yeah. when there's liquor involved i'm I'm doing keto right now, so all I can only do liquor, <laughs> it goes off. let's put it that way. Yeah. but holy
0: shit yeah i'm I'm more in doubt because I had a. To chase Mark around the whole stadium. He was all he was all over the place running around cheering. But it was it was fun just uh being there together and and watching. Um hell we missed we missed the first play of the game <laughs> because we were we were out there waiting in line, but we were, we were having fun cheering with uh Bucks fans and then talking shit with Eagles fans and oh, yeah. uh, and then first play of the game. Uh what a way to start it. I mean seventy five yards to Deshaun and uh, that's what we brought him here for. I mean that's why that's why we pay him the big bucks, you know, eleven million mm. a year, and that's what he does. I mean, it's just it's cool to see that he's getting to do what he does best. And mm-hmm. that was a great way to start the game. I mean, that's that's a statement. Oh, before I forget,
1: mm. so on the way into the stadium, I decided in my drunken state of mind, I had to help. It was a Bucks fan, okay? It was yeah. some random ass Bucks fan? People
0: just don't know how to drive. They
1: don't. He literally <laughs> drove his Mustang brand new it looked like it was a first date too this girl walks out like oh can you help me yeah I don't know what I was thinking and I go guys let's do this shit I jumped on the back of this guy's Mustang thinking oh my ass is gonna bring this thing down it didn't happen (laughs) I got maybe two other people to join yeah Plus didn't join. I don't know what the hell his uh, problem was.
0: I was ready to go. I was like, but, "Mark, that's let's true. get and to the that's stadium."
1: Why we're late?
0: <laughs> yeah, I was Fuck. like, I was like, come on."
1: But so I, tr- I at least try to be a good Samaritan. It didn't work, but he was a Bucks fan. An eagle, two Eagles fans helped. That's who it was. So I can't give him that much shit. Yeah. But once it got inside the game and we're in the trenches of it all, mm-hmm. you're gonna find out. Yeah, I, I said some bad things, <laughs> but let's go on. Yeah, about Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, first.
0: Play yep. of the damn game. Yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah, and that's like, I mean, just just a pass on first down, and that's something we've been talking about. Like, mm-hmm. you have to pass it more on first down, and uh, it was a great play. I mean, they had Mike Evans uh, to the left, who was the primary option. They were going to go underneath to him, and just an easy, you know, play action. Great uh, max protection pickup by uh, Peyton Barber, and the, the key was they blitzed their corner, which they never do. And they did that. They rotated the other safety down, so that gave Fitzpatrick the read. Like, hey, it's it's one on one on the outside. Uh, he's got a single high safety, and a, and Malcolm Jenkins. I don't know what he was thinking. Like he he came <laughs> out beelining it to somewhere. He, he came out, out of going. nowhere. I guess he thought Deshaun was going to cut that in and go towards the middle, but Deshaun just kept running, and he went right by him. And Fitzpatrick just laid it up there for
1: right. Even even watching yeah. tape like. Deshaun, that whole first game was just going straight. Yeah. <laughs> when the hell did he ever do a slant? I don't think – Every think, touchdown was
0: a go. I think Deshaun's only ran like two routes so far, and that's the uh, – the um, what do you call it? The sail route. That's pretty much where you run a uh, streak, and then you kind of curl it towards the sideline. Uh, it's kind of like an out route, deep mm-hmm. out route. That's pretty much all he's run is deep outs, and then yep. he's going straight. And that, that's all he that needs to is, run. You know, deep post. Um, Yeah. He's what
1: God gave him, bro.
0: Yep. Yep. I mean, that's that's why speed kills. I mean, it's just (laughs) hashtag speed kills. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I mean, that was a great way to start it. And then, uh, you know, the game goes on defensively. We're making stops, making plays in the backfield, um, you know, not letting them get much going on. And then, um, you know, the game kind kind of slows down a little bit, you know, a couple of three and outs by both sides. um, Not much going on. And then another big play <laughs> by our, our offense, you know, one play, 75 yards. And this time it's our 6'6 freak of nature, mm-hmm. O.J. Howard, for 75 yards. I mean, Jesus.
1: <laughs> like, That's all
0: you can say. Yeah.
1: No, but before you run away from Deshaun Jackson, yeah, you got to give credit to Alan Cross stepping up, yeah. making a big block, and then Peyton Barber picking up the cornerback. Yeah. I mean – That's what we do. We see that. Mm -hmm. All everyone else sees is Deshaun Jackson. Oh, look at that. He beat the shit out of the Eagles. Blah, blah, blah. No, I mean, you got to give credit where credit's due. It's Mm -hmm. a team game. Right. And if those two guys don't pick up those guys coming in, Mm -hmm. Fitzpatrick's on his ass. Right. And that's the thing of beauty. This team's working together. All 11 players on offense and defense are Mm -hmm. working together. Mm -hmm. On offense, we're we're firing all cylinders, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Deshaun Jackson, 75 yards. And like you were saying... O.J. Howard. Mm-hmm. Man. Yeah. Like, I was watching the tape. So, it's just an easy – he's just going across the field. Mm-hmm. I think it was Hicks tried to swat it down. Yeah. Just misses by, poof, what, like three inches, yeah. if that.
0: Yeah. yeah, it wasn't that far He catches far it,
1: and then you have 6'6", 250. Looks like he gained weight on the offseason, but he's still just as fast. Mm-hmm. And I see Darby. I think it was Darby, right? Yeah he looks at him he's like oh fuck no you you want me to run into that it almost looks like he lays him to the outside and he's like oh just take it I don't want to die mm-hmm. and then O.J. Howard just does the rest and then he's got his good boy Chris Godwin what is it 11 guys working as one right mm-hmm. Godwin blocking what 40 yards down the field
0: he was booking it
1: right and Jenkins said what the fuck this ain't supposed to be this hard and easy pickings but then O.J. you got to you can't be showboating before you even get into the damn end zone.
0: Yeah, ball security there a little Please. bit. It needs to be tighter. Um, but, I mean, overall, he was – that was just a fun play. And, and you know, the play, you know, a couple of series before that, he had the the fumble or the interception where he caught it and then it got poked out up in the air. Philly intercepted it. Um and it was pretty much the same play that they ran. It was just to the other side of the mm-hmm. field. Uh, and he did the same move, but this time it worked. He juked the guy out. Um, and then that guy who, who missed fell into the other guy, and that slowed him up. And then he got around the corner, and it was just – I mean, he was pretty much gone. He was going to take it to the house. Um, I didn't have a – I wasn't worried that he wasn't going to get there. And then once you see Chris Godwin, I mean, that <laughs> that's awesome. And even Jack Quiz Rogers was running down there to, uh, yeah, saw to, to, to um, stop uh, Darby, which was, which was impressive. So, uh, yeah, it just shows you how it takes everybody on the field to score. Mm-hmm. I mean, to make big plays like that.
1: 11 working as one, right? Yeah, You got to have one main goal. Yeah. And yeah. And then on the, that, well, it, wasn't a fall, it was more an interception. Yeah. It was yeah. ruled an interception. Right. But mainly OJ didn't even have possession of the ball. He goes to catch it. I think he got scared. Mm-hmm. And that thing—he never had full possession. He literally bobbled it. It popped up in the air. Mm-hmm. Like if he would have had possession, it probably would have fallen. Right. 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 But yeah, I mean that was just a crappy play mm-hmm. altogether. I mean, yeah, just catch it and go down. If you feel that pressure coming, yeah, no one's gonna hurt you. You're six six. Mm-hmm. Like no one in the secondary is as big as you. They're gonna bounce off of you, and that's what he's learning. And he's oh my god, he's gonna be so good. Mm-hmm. He's again, Drew, if you're listening, my coworker. <laughs> I'm sorry he took Cambray over OJ Howard because <laughs> I may or may not have said to take him. I said it was going to be 50-50 shot. Mm-hmm. Right now, I don't know what the the Bucks offense is just primarily saying, okay, OJ, you take the wheel. Mm-hmm. Take it, buddy. Yeah. Like, but I mean, it's mismatches. Mm-hmm. Which can you say? I mean, it could be later in the year that Brates lighting it up. You never know because once Winston comes back, that's later in the show, but
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, Right now, OJ is lighting it up. Mm-hmm. Running with the hot hand, right?
0: Yeah, I think it's just a product of OJ Howard. I think, you know, he's just such a mismatch that you have to take advantage of his abilities, and they're definitely doing that. I mean, him against linebackers and safeties are just not fair, and he's he's a big target. I mean, he's hard he's hard to miss, so um, you have to go to him. And I think Cam Brite. Bray- you know, obviously he doesn't have a catch right now. But. Oh, he
1: needs one though. I mean, yeah. look—he got a big contract. Mm-hmm. He's worth the money. I think we need to find him, get yeah. him the ball. Yeah. I, I mean, don't force feed him, but he needs more opportunities. Mm-hmm. Like, to be honest, he's not on the field that much. Right. I saw him on there, but you got a a man with a contract like that. You got to feature him. I mean, yes, our wide receivers are doing better. I'm not going to bitch or complain about what our offense is doing because look what the hell we're doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, we could have put up 40 again.
0: Yeah, we really could have. I mean, we had if know, not there's
1: fumbles, right? A yeah,
0: couple seven. couple turnovers and uh and we're in, you know, scoring position. So I mean, this offense, I mean, you know, offensive line to skill positions to quarterback, everything is in sync. Um obviously, you like to see the running game a little bit better, but again, I think that's going to come naturally, uh especially with teams like the way they're playing us. And, you know, this is what the Saints did. They played us more single high. And, you know, the Eagles came out in single high as well. And to hit those big plays, I mean, that just sets everything up. And then you see them back off more in the second quarter, third quarter. They play more zone. And that's where Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, you know, even Deshaun Jackson, they just take over because there's just so much. There's too many options to to cover. You can't cover them all. And uh, it makes it easy for the quarterback. I mean, it's just pick your poison.
1: Yeah, Fitzpatrick
0: praises that mm-hmm. every press conference every
1: time he can speak yeah he's like like he said we'll play it later mm-hmm. it's a damn dream yeah. like look at all the weapons like we mentioned it in the last podcast you have evans a true number one mm-hmm. not many re- receivers are ha- not receivers not many quarterbacks have a true number one did he have one when he was at the jets no. was it Brian marshall
0: when he was there well when he was with the jets i mean yeah Brian marshall but but uh...
1: still either way like
0: Eric Decker. I think
1: Evans, no, Evans to me
0: is above both of those. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Easy. Yeah.
1: The guy just, based on his sheer size, Mm -hmm. athletic ability, like wingspan, everything, Mm -hmm. Just he's a true number one. He's just below Julio, in my opinion. But not to mention, okay, you got Evans, Mm -hmm. you have Deshaun Jackson, light speed, Mm -hmm. that can stretch a field, that's going to open up everything underneath. Yeah. O.J. Howard. Six six freak that we've been talking. Deshaun Jackson called him LeBron on the field. We mm. mentioned that. Bray who hasn't even caught a damn ball. Yeah. Godwin, who's an emerging star. Mm. I mean, Cutter loves to say that the emerging star. Mm-hmm. He's gonna be it. I mean, it's true. It's a dream. And then we're not even talking about what we need to be talking about the O line. Mm. I mean, yes, it's good to have all these weapons, but if you don't have time to throw to them, mm-hmm. there's no chance they're gonna get the ball. I mean, yeah. that's the the Lions. Fault right there. The Lions and the Giants are there. They don't have no goddamn line, mm. and they expect oh Barkley just go run for hundred yards behind no line. Oh uh, Matthew Stafford go throw for four hundred. Yeah, but we ain't going to give you no damn time. Like mm. this is they invested Jensen huge yeah. addition. Yeah, love him. Donovan Smith playing like a man. Mm. Marpet, I know he wanted to be next to Donovan Smith. Like that left side looks yeah. so damn good. It does. The only weakness I think, Ben Nock. Just gain some weight, buddy. I mean they played the the stunts really well. Like those who saw on our Twitter, they played it very, very well. Him and Dotson Dotson's nice. He's consistent. Mm-hmm. But I mean, give it praise, please. Like yeah. please harp on it just like I do.
0: Yeah, I mean, you look you look before the season started and you know, people were talking crap about the offensive line. I mean, Donovan Smith gets such a bad rap from the fans and like um the guy's just consistent. Like, he's durable. Yeah, he's going to give up some sacks. But, I mean, who doesn't against the best pass rushers in this league? I mean, it's going to happen. Um,
1: yeah, you're going to get beat by Von Miller every yeah, once in a while. You're going to be beat by Khalil Mack. Right. But the thing is, like you say, consistently mm-hmm. stop him. I mean, yeah, one time you mess up, mm-hmm. hope your quarterback gets rid of the ball fast, right? right? right.
0: Or feels that. Mm-hmm.
1: But you, I agree with you. Keep going, please.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's just like, but then you have like you know national media and then all you know local media talking about the offensive line how it's it's like not consistent gives up too much pressure and this and that um, you know but from preseason to regular season the offensive line has been obviously one of the stronger positions on this team and it just it just shows in the first two weeks I mean you only given up one sack through two games against a Saints defense that was pretty good and, and they have Cam Jordan and they have some good pass rushers there. Um, and then obviously the best defensive line that we're going to face probably all year and Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, come on. Like, in going into this matchup, if you go into this matchup and you, you listen through all the, the predictions and all this and the analysis before the week. Everyone was saying, oh, Philly's just going to eat us up and sack Fitzpatrick. We're going to
1: get our ass kicked. Oh, Bucks O-line's shit. Yeah. I don't know what podcast you sent me. I listened to it. It was an Eagles podcast. Yep. Talking so much shit. Oh, this is going to be an easy win. Fitzpatrick never does good two games in a row. Oh, Bucks O-line is a Swiss cheese. They're not good at all. They just did good against the Saints. Poor defensive line. Mm -hmm. The Saints made it to the damn, what, nfc championship no one play one, away one play away from yeah. the nfc championship yeah. if, if the vikings don't get damn lucky like mm-hmm. what are you talking about <laughs> do some tape work like look at some film yeah jesus cry <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna get mad but come on like yeah. i know we're big on that like huge i mean that's what the game is all about mm-hmm. x's and o's you got to know what the hell's going on who's doing good who's doing good, who's doing bad
0: mm-hmm.
1: and like Right now, our O line looked
0: damn good. Yeah, they were physically dominating um, up front. I mean, from pass protection, pass pro, pass, pass pro, pro, they were physically dominating. Now in the run game, they were smart. They were trying to run away from Fletcher Cox, but Fletcher Cox is such a beast that he just he made he wrecked havoc um, in the in the backfield, making plays. So can I make
1: a point about that? Yeah. So Fletcher Cox won to me on two plays. Other than that, he was. Pretty much dominated.
0: Yeah, and those well, two
1: plays were when he was one on one with Benenock.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I've given Benenock praise in the past, but I'm saying again, he I, he to me he just looks skinny compared to the rest of our O line, and he he does a good job at times, but compared to everyone else, to me he's the weak link. Mm-hmm. Like he's the only one that I see getting beat more, not more often than not, but like I just see him getting beat. Yeah, Dotson's. Like I said, consistent. Everyone yeah. else on that left side, Jensen's a mauler. Mm-hmm. Love them. Uh, I've yeah. only seen them these two games, and I saw the Baltimore tape, but mm-hmm.
0: my God. No, and that's, that's good points, Mark. I mean, and that's probably why we have a rotation at right guard. You know, still Evan Smith is getting in there. And pretty much what that says is we don't really – we don't trust one or the other. So they're trying to find someone that's going to raise their game up to the next level and be that guy. Uh, personally, I think they should just let – Beninock play and let him learn through his struggles I think he's got to just continue to play I think it comes with experience and playing with guys next to you um but we'll see I mean continuity yeah Yeah. we'll, we'll see how that goes but I was getting more to the point of the run game I thought Fletcher Cox was just all over as far as the run game goes and they were trying to run left but Cox would just find his way or even Michael Bennett Michael Bennett would just you know get penetration that way. But it's hard to run against those guys, and that's what they do well. They're going to stop the run. But as far as the overall pass protection, I mean, we did everything we could. I mean, Fitzpatrick still got hit at times, which is going to happen. But, I mean, to only give up one sack against them, that is is—that's is very impressive.
1: That one sack was Ben and Ock. Right. beat one-on-one for Fletcher it. Cox. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just repeating what I just said and just to put cement to what I – when I'm trying to imply right here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to me, the run game isn't working because you're being so damn obvious yeah. when you're trying to run the ball. Every damn time all Claire is out there, we're running the damn ball. Mm-hmm. I said it during the game. I was drunk as, you know what, <laughs> screaming, oh, it's a run, it's a damn run. Mm-hmm. I felt bad for a little bit because there was a family of four, mm-hmm. um, father, mother, and two young boys. Yeah, you made, you made the the mom move. I did yeah. shit <laughs> But but she was nice she gave me a high five once and the dad shook my hand He did He was so happy that there was one proud Bucks fan screaming his head, damn head off yeah. amongst all the damn Eagles fans if we didn't say it, it was like it was at least 60-40
0: yeah. Eagles, Bucks. Yeah, I wonder if they're season ticket holders. I hope they are. because We'll hope... see them again. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. Well, I, I'm going to give them a big hug. Thankfully,
0: <laughs> thankfully, that's in November, but we'll see them again. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> they but, get a little break from Mark.
1: <laughs> oh, I feel bad. But like I was saying, like, like, we give away that we're going to run the damn ball. Yeah, we do. Every time. We stack one side, and then, yeah, like we were saying, the Eagles' best defensive line in my opinion, mm. some may say different, but with the rotations they have, they have one of the best defensive lines, if not the best, mm-hmm. and that's why they won the Super Bowl. But I mean, we just give it away. O.J. Howard, Allclear on one side, and oh, let's just run it to the left. Mm-hmm. Let's force it there. Like they don't know what the hell. If I know what they know, it. Mm-hmm. Come on. Yeah. Like you got it, and when but what's funny when we spread them out, you said the same shit. Yeah. Spread them out, do a draw. It's six to eight yards every damn time. Mm-hmm. Give me a damn break. Like, yes, use that every time you pass the ball, you have mismatches all across the field. Yes, you know that. Mm-hmm. Cutter knows that. Munkin knows that. Now know that they're thinking the same damn thing. Mm-hmm. They're like, holy shit, how are we going to cover all these receivers mm-hmm. when it's spread out like that? Why bother even going in an I formation? Right. Just, just run the draw. Mm-hmm. Let them be scared. Yeah, when it's the fourth quarter, we're, we're going to need to learn how to pound it down and, like, mm. bull right through these damn guys. Yeah, But it's early in the season, and we're, we're taking huge commanding leads early. But right. it's keeping the the pedal to the metal is the big thing. And that's another thing I wanted to talk talk about.
0: Yeah, and, you know, just go off that point. I mean, what we're doing, I mean, offensively we're starting fast, which is great, and then we're continuing that into the third quarter, building leads. I mean, you look at the last two games we've had, three possession leads as far as points go. I mean, we've been up 48-24 to 24 at time, you know, against the Saints, and then this game we're up 27-7 to, to seven at one point. So you look at it from that standpoint, and then, you know, the offense, yes, did get predictable as far as the runs. You bring in, you know, Auclair, like you said, and, and it was an obvious run. I mean, and I like that they ran it to the left, but, you know, we have to be a little more versatile as far as our run formations and what we're doing with the run. Uh, I personally like how we stay in the, the four wide receiver sets or three wide receiver sets and run the ball out of that, run out of the shotgun. I personally like that. Or if you're going to run out of, um, you know, just two tight end sets where you don't have a fullback or anything like that, and but you have receivers where you can spread it out. Uh, um, um, to. Because what you want to do is you want to get that box more more clear. You want to have more space inside that box because when you have – eight-man boxes or even, um, you know, eight to nine-man boxes at times, which the Eagles had, I mean, that's just tough to run against. It's very hard, especially when you have athletic linebackers. So, but, yeah, I mean, like Mark said, keep keep the pedal to the metal. That's why I, like to, I would like to see us just continue to run our offense, you know, just continue to do what you're doing. And if they can't stop it, then just keep going, you know, just let it roll out.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, my point is, listen, our – Passing attack is dangerous. Mm-hmm. Use that to your advantage. Right. I mean, I guess we're still learning because
0: mm.
1: we've never had um, – so I guess Fitzpatrick broke a record. It's first time there's ever been –
0: Yeah, back-to-back 400-yard games. Right. Four touchdowns. And four touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So we're learning how to use this dynamic mm-hmm. – you can score on one damn play offense. Yeah. But the thing is, okay, so let's learn. Mm-hmm. Just use that passing offense to your benefit. I mm-hmm. think it's all like you. Know, I say this again, X's and O's. Obviously, our best asset right now is the passing game because of so-called weapons. Mm-hmm. So use those as a decoy. If you want to run the ball, don't give away that you want to run the ball. If you can't run the ball efficiently yet. Mm-hmm. Start using those decoys, spread them out. Give me four wide. Give me give me two tight end sets, but two on one side, one wide receivers on the other side. Right. Run the other way. Like give illusions that, oh, we're gonna pass this over there. You better look over there. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's too predictable, like I said earlier. Mm-hmm. And you just gotta play the chessboard, like I said last week. I mean Everyone, Even Eagles fans were scared. Oh, you got a double, Deshaun. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Yeah. Oh, my God. Right behind our ears. And I'm like, I'm laughing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, good. Go ahead and do it. See what happens yeah. on the other side of the yeah. damn field. Yeah. Like, I, I'm laughing. Mm-hmm. And I know Munkin has to be laughing. They just are overthinking things.
0: Yeah. And at times. They I need mean,
1: to learn how to use this offense. Yeah. It's going to be nasty. Don't. Don't get me wrong; it's going to be nasty.
0: Well, I think what Never you already is. Yeah, and I think what you have now, I mean, with our passing attack being so efficient right now, that's just going to set up the run later in the year because teams are going to have to change their ways of playing us. And I think you're going to see that, you know, uh, especially you look at that second quarter in the, the in the Eagles game. I mean, they came out in more zone coverage, and that allowed Peyton Barber to get some nice runs. And I think that's something. Um, that you're going to see more of, but again, like Mark's point, we have to be, the main thing is, like I say, you keep it simple like this. You pass out of run formations and you run out of pass formations. That's, that's pretty much how you can keep things off balance. I mean, if you bring out Claire in the game, you need to, you need to throw the ball with him in the game. I mean, you have to please. Yeah. You got to show some diversity, uh, with your formations and your personnel groupings. And I think they're doing a better job of that. Um, but again, I thought overall offensively, I think everything's heading in the right direction. Everyone's on the same page uh offensive line is in good chemistry so and and as far as the run blocking, that will come with as this offensive line gains more trust, that's a big thing because um it's easier to get that pass blocking cohesion, I think personally, because once you you just have to know where people are going when it's in the run game because there's so many moving parts.
1: Oh yeah, all right, so there's. Three main points, three little tidbits I wanted to add before we move on to the defense. So, right now, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Jesus, is averaging 409 yards a game. He's thrown for 819 yards. He has a 78.7% accuracy through two games. Yeah, it's not going to hold, but I'm just blown away by these numbers. Eight touchdowns, one interception. And a QB rating of one fifty one point five. Holy shit. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's almost perfect. I mean, he's been he's been lights out and and it all goes to the offensive line. I mean, when when you have time like he's having, um, it's not hard for quarterbacks to do what Fitzpatrick is doing. I mean, he just plus with the weapons that we have, I mean, you just like Chris Sims said, I mean, I said this last week, you can't play man coverage against us. It's just too hard. And uh he's he's showing that if he has time, he's going di- to dissect you.
1: And right, another thing, Sean Wilson, mm. that, that boy is quick. You said it last week. He has Darren Sproles' ability, like that yeah. quickness, that quick jump cut, quick feet. He had one carry for nine yards. I put it up on Twitter where Jensen just tossed, I think it was McLeod, but tossed him like five yards. But mm. just the, the lightning in a bottle, like I said last week. Just so quick. I love it. I, like, I guarantee you he's going to be used more and more every week. Especially in the passing game. I can't wait to see that. But that's another hidden gem mm-hmm. that you haven't seen that this weapon, this whole offense has that hasn't shown fully yet. And that's right. because we have so many. But yeah, that's another point to break. Like You can't give everyone 10 targets a game. Yes. you got to spread it out. Mm-hmm. And that may be why he only had one carry. But he looked
0: whew, I don't know he might, he might be injured i I didn't see him the rest of the game, so you think it was that or just because I don't know he wasn't on returns, and that was that was a little iffy. um so I hope he's okay. i hope he's he's not injured, but yeah i mean that was I think that was his only play of the game. I mean he does I think he was in the kickoff return for the first pl- the first series to, sure op- to open the drive, but um yeah, hopefully he's okay because yeah, like you said, he's electric mm. can't mm. wait.
1: Uh, But other than that, I forgot the third point. (laughs) But we can move on to the defense.
0: Yeah, I mean, overall offense is just kicking ass. Um, But, yeah, defensively, uh, let's get to them because they had a a really good bounce back game. I thought uh, defensive line was way better. Uh, They got a lot of hits on Nick Foles. Uh, He was on the ground a lot. Um, Got three sacks, which was nice to see. Um, And then this this young secondary, I mean, they, they stepped up. I mean, they stepped up big time. Like, this was – I mean, you had three rookies on the field at one time during this game, and it, it, was, just, it was just awesome to see. And then, I mean, the one guy that we, we've talked about at Real Bucks Talk, and I'm a huge fan of this guy because I was the one that, that scouted him pre-draft, and I was thinking, you know, the Bucks are going to look at this guy, and they'd end up drafting him in the fourth round. Ryan Smith had his best game. By far, I mean he was he was outstanding, and um, but you know defensively everything was much better. Tackling, tackling was outstanding. Uh, didn't see a lot of missed tackles, and then uh, what else I was gonna Oh, JPP was was really good. He he stood out.
1: Yeah, he did. I mean, JPP got a sack not against. Jason Peters though right. that's what was he got hurt and then JPP got it off the other guy yeah but either way like he was active mm-hmm. way more than he was against the Saints he was in there a lot I mean it wasn't his get off yeah like I bitched about his get off mm-hmm. last week but it doesn't matter he got in there mm-hmm. all the time using his length finally using it mm-hmm. getting in there he was a pest yeah even on that fourth down when, when uh Evans blew the shit out of that guy yeah. and you had to calm me down. <laughs> Because he was concerned about the injury, I was happy about the hit. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, he was JPP. Literally played like the man we traded him for. We traded for him. Yeah. Yes, there it is. You got it. it (laughs) But I mean, he got a sack. Yeah. McCoy gave him his moment to shine. He points the damn points the opposite way. He's like, oh, we going back? We got this shit." Like I loved it. Like. I, was, I got up a lot during that game. like that. It was fun. Yeah. I didn't give a shit. It was so damn hot. But the defense, the D-line did well. Like I was talking about um, Lane Johnson. He's vulnerable against the bull rush. He was. A lot of times I was watching, Nassib could bull rush him. Nassib, Curry could bull, yeah. bull rush him. Like those are bigger boys. And Lane Johnson, although athletic, like I said, he just, against the weight of those bigger guys, couldn't take it. And like... Those guys didn't get sacks, but they did push the pocket. Right. And they made foals get aggravated, and he had to move. Mm-hmm. And that only opened the door for everyone else. Like, yeah. Yeah, it, go ahead. Go ahead.
0: Everyone, yeah, everyone across the across the D-line, William Golston stepped up. I mean, him at yeah. defensive tackle is a huge improvement. Like, he's much better at D-tackle. And then JPP at D-tackle was nice to see. Vinny Curry uh, was I mean, he was a monster as well, getting in there, nonstop motor guys. I mean, Nas up off the edge, um, but lo- what I liked is they just they kept pushing. It was hot out there, and these guys were on the field pretty much for most of the game. The Eagles had the ball 35 minutes, um, and that was probably why the Bucks went a little conservative in the second half and tried to run the ball. Uh, they only had seven rushes in the first half, so um, you know, plus those two big plays for 75 yards. So the Bucks didn't really have the ball much in the first half, and then, so for those guys to continue to fight and continue to play well against the run, um, again they held the Eagles under 100 yards rushing, which was nice. I think they only had like 3.8 yards per carry, which is pretty good. Um, but yeah, it was just it was great to see um, all the pieces finally moving, and we're still missing the biggest piece, and hopefully we see him next Please. week. We need him next week. Uh, Bo Allen had a big hit on, on Nick Foles. All those guys were just playing very collectively. And I thought overall, again, the, the sacks, you know, three was nice, but they were getting hits, a lot of hits on Nick Foles Mm -hmm. and making him move, which was, which is great.
1: Yeah. So time of possession, like you were saying, Mm -hmm. we won the game. We scored so damn fast. Yeah. We had 24, 21 time of possession eagles had 35 39 Mm -hmm. yeah and i was i was yelling at an eagles fan in the game he goes oh you're gonna put it back to us that's a dumb mistake we're gonna win this game i'm like are you shitting me (laughs) you have less than a minute to score a damn touchdown not a field goal Mm -hmm. and you think you're gonna score you've taken like 10 minutes to score a damn touchdown Mm -hmm. give me a damn break like I, I don't know if it's they're just entitled or they're just uh, – because they won a Super Bowl.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, Those are first Super Bowl, right? Yeah. So wh- wh- what the shit are you talking about? <laughs> come on. Like, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's just entitled fans. Don't get me started on Jets fans. <laughs> but, but the thing is, it's just like, come on, like – Use your head. Mm-hmm. Cutter played the, the math game. I did. I was literally, I brought my damn calculator out. I brought my phone out just trying to do the math. I was like, how much time is going to be left? I was freaking the hell out. Yeah. Yep. Like, I was shaking in my seat. Because I, I, like, yeah, they're talking shit. Mm-hmm. I know to talk shit back. But in, deep down, I'm like, oh, my God. They do have a chance to score if we fuck up. <laughs> I mean, I love the Bucks through and through. But, like, yeah, we had three Rookies on the field mm-hmm. at that point. We had Davis out there. We had MJ Stewart,
0: and they all played well. And they all did play well. Yeah, Jordan Whitehead, another let, favorite of ours. <laughs> let,
1: let me toot my horn on this, <laughs> Jordan Whitehead. I saw about two years ago. I threw this, threw it at him, threw it at plus. I was like, plus, check this damn guy out. He's undersized, but he does everything right. He's on the ball, mm-hmm. gets tackles. He's always he has a nose for the ball. He was at Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Literally did everything right. You just didn't get that many interceptions. Mm. But the thing is,
0: and what did I say? I think I said he's a he's a Bob Sanders.
1: Yeah, yeah. He's a Bob Sanders, mm-hmm. and that's all you need. You need an aggressive damn guy. And Cutter made a point of saying that in the mm-hmm. press conference that he had the biggest hit of the game. Yeah. And I love I love that we picked a guy that I mm-hmm. saw so much value in because <laughs> to me I think I think every time I say someone's good, they're going to be damn good. Yeah. But. I'm just a cocky ass. But (laughs) I need to shut the hell up and let it develop because I was wrong in Evans and Beckwith. Mm. And I will come out openly and say that. But the thing is, I'm happy that we have Whitehead, and I know he can develop and be something. And the people that hate Conti, the guy got hurt. I don't want Whitehead winning a job because of an injury. I want him to win it because he's the better guy. Mm. And I'm the first one that will talk shit about Conti, but the thing is, he earns the job every time. Right.
0: So and he played well, actually, yeah. in that game. He was doing well. He was tackling well, uh, making plays in the run game. So it was it was nice to see the whole secondary. I thought played outstanding. Even the the new guy Marcus Williams, who yeah. we just got off the street, you know, a few <laughs> days before the game, and he comes in and makes some big tackles. Um, so it, it, everyone on from Carlton Davis, I mean, who. Could have easily put his head down and said, "Oh, this is gonna, I'm gonna suck this year." But he said, "No, <laughs> suck the day's dick." Yeah, he said, "No, no, no, no," and he he turned it around. I mean, he just played with confidence, and it was it was nice to see him make some nice plays, um, and then MJ Stewart making some nice tackles. Yeah, he did get beat, you know, on the sideline by Aguilar, but they they were tired. I mean, it's it's hot out there, and, yeah. and Aguilar just has a lot of speed, and that's a tough play to to cover. It was just a perfect play, so. Up and down.
1: What the <laughs> hell? Oh, we got an interruption. <laughs> Don't know what the hell that was. Uh. Sorry, Bucks fans, but going on, <laughs> ESPN had to say something to us. Yeah. I guess we were uh, looking too much into their feedback. <laughs> but, I mean, MJ Stewart, he's not a speed guy. You can't expect him to be a speed guy. Mm-hmm. Um, he's more quick read reaction. Yeah. And Cutter noticed it. I noticed it. Like literally, Aguilar was running totally across field. It was a long developing play.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I mean, that's not totally his fault. Like he needs right. to have some help coming up from the top. Yeah. But I mean, he played. He did played well. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't argue against what the hell he did. He did very well. Mm-hmm. Um, Davis, I got to make some points by him. Uh, he, I liked when we put him one on one with Zach Ertz. Yeah, yeah, that was nice to see. I did like that. I mean, I thought we'd put a safety on him. Mm-hmm. We actually did put Jordan Whitehead on him later in the game, right. which I was surprised, and they didn't even look at Ertz when we did that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's showing potential. And then, but Davis, yeah, he did well against certain guys. Then he also poked one out. Mm-hmm a pass, and Quan Alexander almost intercepted it. Right. So I mean, these these young guys are learning. I mean, it's two games in. We've won two games, two and zero. Yeah. And these guys are learning more and more every day.
0: Yeah, and so, we didn't we didn't even touch on our linebackers. A quick point on them, yeah, and then we'll move on to uh, special teams and such forth. But Quan Alexander played much better. I mean, he played outstanding. Um and then Levante David was Levante David. Got another fumble recovery like he, like he always does. Um, but that hit by Quan that really set the, set the tone, and that was a big play, even though we didn't score on it. But those guys just played way much better. Um, so overall, defensively, just way better collective unit. I thought the game plan was on point, and it, it just seemed like they were much more in tune with what the Eagles were going to do and uh, showed really good aggression.
1: I'll agree. And Joe McCoy got his first sack of the season on a stunt, mm-hmm. which it executed perfectly. McCoy has a, a quick acceleration. I'll give him that. That's why why he has so many damn sacks. Yeah. But, I mean, there's more to come. JPP looked so much better than game one. Loved it. Joe McCoy, he's going to get his. Don't worry. Don't don't be talking to all this shit, Bucks fans. He's the best... Am I going to say it? No, he's second best behind Aaron Donald. I loved Aaron Donald coming out. Mm. Um, second best behind Aaron Donald. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, he's he's your all-star. He's your superstar. We built we built our team around him. Yes, I want to see Vita Vea because our defensive line can be so – we haven't seen nothing yet yeah. without that big McCoy
0: boy. Get, McCoy gets a lot of attention. And once JPP and Vinnie Curry and those guys start winning their matchups – then McCoy's going to start getting his and get more single one on ones, and he's going to be more disruptive in the run game. It's just he's getting triple team, double team every play, so it's it's hard for him to uh, create consistency right now.
1: now. Let me make this one last point: Justin Evans is a special player. Mm. That boy was all over the field. Like I don't, I, I had to exit out of the ESPN because they started talking to me. But I mean. The numbers, I don't remember the numbers, but to me, he was all over the place. And that hit he had on fourth down where he knocked the crap out of the guy, and you were pissed at me for getting happy. He literally read it right.
0: Yeah, it was a big play.
1: The, and Eagles fans again, bitching, oh, defense's receiver, ah, no. I don't give a shit. No. The guy had it in his hands. This is a great hit. The second he grabbed it in his hands, he knocked the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. And that's what you need to do. You're the safety. You're the last line of defense. Mm-hmm. Fourth down, game of the line. I mean, they get that, they're inside the 20. Knock the shit out of him. He did it. I wanted to go back to see how bad it was. And I'll put that up later. But, yeah, because people at work were telling me he bent his shit back.
0: Yeah, he was bent.
1: I didn't see that because we are in these damn stands. Right. But I was just hyped up. He hit him. <laughs> but that guy's a special type of dude. Mm-hmm. I'm total, I was totally wrong. Yes, I knew he was a big hitter. But... The space he can cover, the athleticism he has for the position, the quickness, and now he's got the decision making. Decision making, sorry. Um, I <sighs> the future's bright for that boy. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, yeah. Well, Ryan Smith needs his uh, recognition. That game, yeah. he I think he was the leading tackler.
0: Yeah, he balled out. Yeah, he did very ball. I mean, he was he was outstanding. Um, and I'll just, you know, quickly wrap up on special teams as far as, you know, miss extra point. We can't have that. You know, that's that stuff's got to stop. Um, you know, return game, eh, it was average. Again, Sean Wilson, I, don't, I didn't see him back in there, so I'm hoping he's okay because I like to see him more. Uh, he's very dynamic, so... But overall I thought, you know, kick coverage again Ryan Smith all over the place. That guy is going to be a spe- he's going to be a special team all-pro this year. Right? And he was yeah. our starting corner. Yeah, and he was playing, on, one. Sp- playing on special teams and pretty Beast. much dominating, uh, made big hits. Um, so yeah, but overall great game. I mean 2 and 0. we had a bunch of fun at the game. Mark was loud as can be, <laughs> but it was awesome and uh, I'm just feeling great. I mean to be 2 and 0 since 2010. That is is quite some time. I mean, last time we were two and zero, I was like twenty years old. I mean, it's it's been a long time since we've actually getting off to a good start <laughs> to, to the season, and so uh, it's overdue. Yeah, very overdue, and it's just it's nice to see like just good vibes for this team, and everything's hi- heading into the right direction. All
1: right. So, based on you saying I was hyped up, I just, I gotta play. One clip.
0: Just let it roll.
1: <laughs> I gotta play one clip that I said that I know fans around me were either pissed off or happy as shit that I said it. But Bucks fans, this is me at a Bucks game. You ready for that? Are you like I'm? I'm a total different guy. I swear here, but not to this level. And I did lose my voice. So let's check it out. <laughs> <laughs> <Let's go! laughs>
0: Yep, that's me. That is game. 2-0, <laughs> <laughs> and o, yep. motherfucker. Yep, that was good stuff. Mark, Mark was in the moment, and uh, it, it was awesome. I mean, 2-0, and o, I mean, like we said, I mean, that just – that hasn't happened. So, I mean, we're just feeling all the emotions, and for this team – you know, we're. It's just we can sense that they're going to take that next step. Um, as long as you know, knock on wood, that we stay healthy, and and I think we're going to continue to get healthy. You know, get Brent Grimes, get Vita Vea back there. And we haven't even seen Kendall Beckwith, who's a big piece of our defense. Yeah, so, Buck fans, be prepared.
1: Yeah, that that was another one that was wrong, and he developed so much over last year. Yeah, what after week six or week nine? Week six, right? Oh, when published? he can come back?
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, after week six.
1: So our run defense is already looking good. Mm-hmm. He's a whole other animal when yeah, it comes cause to that. Yeah, because
0: once you get him in there, then you can start being a little bit more multiple where you see some 3-4 looks, and you can, you can put a Darius Taylor in there as well. Um, so it's just – it opens things up to be more versatile. And even Beckwith can rush off the edge, which is nice. Um so yeah, I mean, the defense will get healthy, which is going to be great, and then as long as the offensive pieces can stay intact, especially the offensive line, I mean, sky's the limit for this team right now. <laughs> I love it.
1: I love it. Yeah. And okay, so I wanted to add this before. I know we're we're pushing longer than we thought,
0: but Noah Spence, give me your tidbits real quick. Oh, Noah Spence. Yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised that he was inactive. Again, the Bucks have to do what's best to win the game. Um, again, this is a guy that put on a lot of weight this offseason. I think he's trying to learn how to play with his body. Personally, I think he's a better fit for a 3-4. Um, but, again, I think Coach Buckner is working with him. He just needs a pass rush plan. He's got to find a way to attack with different moves, set up your counter moves. You just can't do the speed rush every time because, you know, these guys are professionals and they're going to stop you so I'm not worried again coach cutter I think came out today talking about Noah Spence and he says it's nothing to do as far as he's in the doghouse or this and that it's just about putting the best guys out there to win the game and going up against a bigger Phillies offensive line you needed bigger guys in there you needed your Will Clarks and your Carl Nassibs and those guys are just more suited to stop the run
1: perfect answer yeah
0: I mean I know And it's the same thing with Ronald Jones.
1: Yeah. Same yeah. thing
0: with Ronald Jones. Yeah.
1: I mean Ronald Jones just let him get it. Yeah. Don't force the don't force the issue. We already have yeah. Peyton Barber who's consistent. This is a Ronald Jones won't do anything that Peyton Barber can't do right now. Yes, he has more speed mm-hmm. but based off on game experience, Peyton Barber's miles ahead right. of Ronald Jones. Let him get it. Yeah. I'm tired of Bucks fans getting so pissed. About, oh, Cutter, why the hell do not you start Jones? Hmm. Are they shitting me? <laughs> you kidding me?
0: Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. And, and just last point on that, but this is, a, this is a passing offense. It's a passing offense first, and if you can't pass protect or if you can't catch the ball, you're not going to be out there. Jack, Jacquez Rogers and Peyton Barber do that much better than Ronald Jones at this time, and that's why he's not going to be out there. Mic
1: drop. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't have said it better myself. Yeah, it's a passing like, offense. I've been saying, let him learn the offense. Let him learn where, know,
0: learn where he has to be, mm-hmm. and then he will be out there. Yeah. I mean, and when he gets out there, that's just going to be another threat for this offense, boom. and he's going to be taking this offense to a new level. And that's where I think you'll see the second half. And I think in the second half of the season, he's going to get his time. And then that's when this offense could be – Very scary. I mean, be prepared.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, but it's true. I mean, it's it's only another. Yes, he was a second round pick. He's got to play. No, he doesn't got to play. Look what the offense is doing. Right. Give me a break. He's not. He's not going to be a godsend. He's not Barkley. We need to throw all the damn eggs in his basket. No, our offense is firing in all cylinders. Mm We we both have said it. Mm -hmm. The offense has proven it. So, he does not need to be forced to push into the field. Right. Okay. And then Noah Spence, yeah. I mean, we've debated he may get traded because of that, because he's smaller. Yeah, he gained so much weight. Maybe he is better set at that lower weight playing a 3-4, and a 3-4 team would want him. Mm-hmm. Because maybe just the team doesn't see the same speed off the line, right? And that does scare me. Even though I did like – I liked him, didn't love him coming out, yeah. and I told you that. Mm. But I mean,
0: yeah, we liked the kid from from Maryland, the Nagarkhi. Nog- uh, oh, yeah, my we God. loved him. Yeah, I did. I was big. I so was, was very. I. I was very high on him.
1: There's a lot of guys I like that we don't take. That I get so pissed off. <laughs> and I'm like, why don't you listen to me, Jason Light? I messaged you, Jason Light. If you need me up there, call me. <laughs> no chance of getting that call. But yeah. he
0: never responds to our Twitter messages. So.
1: He did follow, though. He did yeah, follow Yeah, he follows us, us so I'm, I'm sure, sure he reads. I literally... It was starstruck. I was like, Jesus Christ, Jason! Ah! <laughs> no, but... Yeah, I mean, there's, there's guys I, I really like. If you want to see the guys I like, we're always pumping that on our Twitter. Just follow us on Stock. Mm-hmm. You will see video footage of us, the guys we like. Mm-hmm. We will literally hype the guys that we like. So, I mean, there's no... Conspiracy. We, we show it all to you. Mm. And if we like a guy, we should make it known. If we don't like a guy, we also make it known. Mm. If we see some weakness, like I say, Beninok is a weakness in the offensive line, I will say it. Obviously, same thing on defense. Like, I will always point out things. I'm not going to make it, oh, we're, we're God's team. Oh, or we're just a bunch of pieces of shit. I'm not going to say that. I'm going to say what I see on the tape. And that's how it should be, and that's how it should be portrayed to you Bucks fans. It shouldn't be, oh, we're going to win this game because we're going to come out and we're going to yell. We're going to be loud. No, I don't want it, that shit. I want us to be knowledgeable, smarter, and actually know when our offense is out there, shut the hell up. Let them work. Yeah, exactly. Like, when our defense is out there, get the fuck up and yell. Do it. Be loud. Show your fucking spirit throw the Ryan Fitzpatrick head up there and like be like, oh, it's defense, but I want to yell, yeah,
0: do it. That was so great. His, I, whole, yeah, his right? whole press conference was just amazing it. yesterday. <laughs> but,
1: I mean, that's that's what we're trying to bring with this podcast, mm. with our Twitter, with everything we do at Real Box Talk. It's just we're not, I'm never going to say I'm a genius, ever. I'm not at all. I'm not either. I'm always learning every day, and I love Plus knows more than I do. I just see things visually, and he knows how to say it better.
0: <laughs> I try,
1: but the thing is, it's just that if I see it, I know the defense is it. Same thing going towards offense. So it's like we got to be smarter as a fan base. Then let's do it. I'm I'm just trying to portray that to y'all, and y'all push that onto the field. Like, cause we have a good team. Yeah. Obviously, two and zero shows that. Yeah. Fitzpatrick's our backup and doing this. Mm-hmm. And we're going way farther than I thought we should have gotten, but we got to push on. The show goes on. Yep, yep. (laughs) But the thing is, I love this podcast. I'm going to keep bringing it with you. I know Plus is, too. Mm -hmm. I just love the Buccaneers. Yeah. And you know, you you heard that in the clip I showed. Yes, the first four seconds was me screaming. (laughs) And it's going to keep happening. I can't wait to go to the next home game. Yep.
0: Yeah, yeah it's, I mean, it's great. I mean, uh, just our overall passion uh, for this team. And this is, uh, again, like Mark said, we're just trying to use this platform as a, you know, not only an educational tool, but just to give something different, something more unique and a different perspective as far as what we see. And we just want to help fans kind of see the game from a different point of view. Like, um, you know, it's not all... Uh, highlights. There's there's more to it as far as what goes into every play, um, we're just trying to bring that together. Um, but yeah, just our overall passion for this team, and right now, I mean, they're on a roll, and we're just gonna we're gonna hopefully that continues.
1: Totally agree. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's go into some press conferences after the game. So I first want to hit on Dirk Cutter, head coach. He was talking about how we were harping about. Ryan Smith, yeah. your big pick way back when. And he finally had a great game. Like he I was scared, shitless. No lie.
0: He finally played aggressive. And was, he he did. Yeah.
1: He wasn't playing the ten yards back that he was. Mm-hmm. Cutter noticed it. I noticed it. You noticed it. I couldn't believe it.
0: Yeah. Should have probably had a pick in the game too.
1: Yeah, he could have. He could've. Mm-hmm. But he's he is his head is either aggressive or it's played fifteen yards back. Yeah. yeah. But let's see what Cutter had to say about that. Yeah, I thought I thought that was Ryan Smith's easily his best game of his career. I thought he was aggressive all day. Uh, not only that, but he made two really big plays on punt cover. And I'm just so, man, I'm so proud of him. Whew, very proud of him. Because <laughs> that kid's taking some abuse. And, uh, you know, for him to hang in there and keep battling. Like you said, I mean, he does taken abuse. I, I've beaten up on him. I know you have, yeah. but, like, you're you still stuck by him. But I was like, Jesus, guy. Like, he has all the speed, all the, all yeah. the things you want measurable-wise. Mm-hmm
0: but sometimes his his head it's like where you at yeah you can see the potential and and again coming from a small school like he did and just trying to put everything together and it's it was all mental with him for ryan smith it was just about getting that confidence and he's finally got that confidence he's just a new he's a new person this year and with him now being a leader on special teams now having to be the number one corner as well i mean uh it just shows you know the confidence his coaching staff has put in him, and he's finally returning that favor and For Dirk Cutter to get emotional like that that was that was very refreshing to see um just how much he cares about these guys
1: right, yeah. I mean, a coach that gives a shit about mm-hmm. his players, yeah. Obviously, he didn't give a shit about ASJ when he kicked him off the damn team team because he said his shit in the back of a damn cop yeah. car. Yeah, he's not
0: John Gruden who, you know, trades his best player <laughs> of the franchise. <laughs> hey,
1: I mean, yeah. I'm, Cutter's, he's learned a lot. I'll yeah. say that.
0: And that's another thing. Coach Cutter is, is growing with this team, and that's, that's the beauty of it. For him to put his ego aside and, and to give up play calling and... Just the adjustments that he's making—it's—it's it's nice. I mean, it's—it's it's great to see. Like yeah. he is becoming a better coach, and his coaching staff is becoming better for it.
1: It's an offensive coordinator becoming
0: yeah. a head coach.
1: Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah. He—he he knows how to defer. He knows how to delegate his position. Yeah. I'm head coach. I need to be overviewing everything, not just dominate the damn offensive play call. Mm-hmm. And if Munkin knows, he's better.
0: Yeah. And He looks Let more happy it. too. I yeah, mean, you know, less stressful. He's having fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: let's do it. Uh, no, I loved his uh, shit talking though to the, yeah. the press. Press, just why are you asking the same damn question? Yeah, they're always up his ass. And dumb questions yeah. too. Sometimes. Yeah. I mean, I wish I was in their position though. I, I wish I could be asking Dirk the same damn question to have my microphone up his ass. Yeah. What do you think about this? <laughs> no, no, I'm just joking. Well, okay, so that's the defense. They were better. They weren't the best. Obviously, our offense didn't allow them to stay so on top of everything, but we'll get into that later. But let's see what else uh, Cutter had to say about the offense and huge what I was talking about earlier, the offensive line. But what is it that it's allowing you to be able to hit those early on this time around? Uh, i just go back to protection. You know, uh, we're doing a good job protecting right now.
0: Yeah, protection. I mean, that's what it's about right there. I mean, offensive line has to be able to block, um, and they're giving Fitzpatrick time. I mean, if if any quarterback has the time that Fitzpatrick has had during these first two weeks, I mean, they're going to put up similar numbers, especially with the weapons. I mean, and everyone talks about, oh, Fitzpatrick's going to – this magic that he has right now is going to run out. No, it's not. I don't see it happening because he's never had this personnel around him. I mean – no one has. I mean, this is probably the best. It's, it's one of the best offensive personnels in the league by far. Yeah. Top five unit. Yeah. Um, so you put any quarterback with this, this grouping that he has, and that's why he says it's a dream to play with him. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's awesome. But, it, again, it starts up front, and right now they're dominating up front. Oh
1: God, <laughs> I, I've been talking so much of the offensive line no one else has. Everyone's been talking shit about them. Mm -hmm. Eagles podcasts have. (laughs) But now I guess they know okay, well, this offensive line's nothing to mess with. And if you get past the offensive line, you have guys like Peyton Barber and Alan Cross who are willing to give up their body to block and make sure that pass gets off. Mm -hmm. I mean, and then Fitz, he's just, he's literally looking. I'm going to, I know this guy's going to be open. He's one on one. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give him the opportunity. Yeah. He's not threading needles.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Where the hell is he threading needles? Yes. I put up a video of... It was a beautiful damn pass. In yeah. the red zone were to Evans. Yeah. Where timing and patience was uh, perfect. Was perfect timing. Right? Yeah. But the thing is, patience, because why? He had time to throw the ball. Mm-hmm. And you got a running back that knows where the hell to be. Barber, Jones needs to learn it. Mm-hmm. Barber knows where to be. So, it's... It's a team playing as one. I said it earlier. This team knows where, where they want to go, what they're going to do. They're taking it one game at a time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that O-line is playing so – they're they're playing on top of it. Yeah. I mean, all of them across the board. I may be bitching about Benok, but I'm not saying he's a piece of shit at all. No, he's – He's playing good. I'm just saying he's, he's the only weak link I see. Yeah, but I'm not saying weak link as a piece of shit.
0: He's doing his job, but again, yeah. it's it's just at times he's going to get beat, and that's not a bad thing. It happens. Yeah. Uh, and right now, it's just for him to find that consistency. Yeah. But again, he's still young, and this is you know he's still early in his career, and um, going from right tackle to back to right guard, and you know all the spots that he's been in, and now you know he's going to get there. And, and that's that, six
1: to your point, yeah. don't stop. Keeps don't keep switching the right guard position. Mm-hmm. If you want Benenock to be it, let him be it. Yeah, I agree. yeah. He, I I agree. I have been saying he needs to gain a little mm-hmm. bit more weight. Well, he hasn't gained weight since he's been in the league, mm-hmm. I think. But I mean, he he does have the athletic ability. Is he going to be the right ta- right tackle of the future? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. But he's our right guard of now. Yeah, and he needs to be that. And I think he is our best option right now. Evan Smith did a serviceable job, but Benenock. He has the highest potential yeah. my, poti- my my opinion mm-hmm. Right But let's go on to R. Fitz magic What did he have to say After the game In his Deshaun Jackson wear <laughs> With his sunglasses on Chest hair all out What did he, Was it all his magic Was it all the Fitz magic That we all give the credit towards Or was it the whole team. Let's see what he had to say.
2: It's a quarterback's dream to be in that huddle, you know, with those guys, and uh, I'm getting time to do it with the guys up front to kind of survey the field and, and pick and choose. And uh, it was it was another day. You know, we had our struggles. It wasn't perfect. Uh, there was a little bit. It was a little bit more of a grind uh, than last week in terms of. You know, we had a lull for a little bit, but the guys, you know, stayed on it and made plays when they had to.
1: Okay, what I love that he said. He didn't give himself credit anywhere. He said the guys that he's in the huddle with. This is like a Winston press conference, with a different voice, right? Mm-hmm. He's like, "Oh, everyone else made what the hell I did." And then he says, "Oh, we went through a lull." Any other guy would have been cocky, been like, "Oh yeah, we won the game, we won the game, we won the game." He made a point to show, yeah, we didn't. We could have blown this damn team out mm-hmm. a Super Bowl champ but he was like no we, we went through a lull and we both noticed that yeah they did they got complacent mm-hmm. and I think he even noted he he says that later in the press conference well I mean it's the fact that he notices it we noticed it Bucks fans you should notice it
0: mm-hmm.
1: keep your pedal to the metal
0: yeah
1: annihilate teams who why do you have to give anyone respect mm-hmm give yourself respect before you give anyone else who the hell cares the Patriots do it. You need to do it too. Yeah,
0: no, absolutely. And, and I like that. He, you know, he went through that and he, he explained like, we can still be better. And that's, that's the main thing. That's the main mindset that you have to have. And coming from your quarterback, that's good to hear. Um, you know, especially, in a, even though it was a huge win obviously to get the win and it doesn't really matter how you win as long as you win. But, for him to recognize the signs that you know there's still things that we have to improve on and, and get more consistent at, uh, that just shows you of a, a really good leader, and that's what you need from your quarterback.
1: Exactly. Okay. Well, let's see what else he had to say. I'm having the feelings about that O line. On a day like this, the Heat going up against that defensive line, what does that show about them?
2: Yeah, they grinded it out all day, and and I knew they would. You know, those guys are are tough. They're physical. They battle. They're so much fun to play with. And, um, you know, I thought that was one of the great storylines of the day, the the way that they uh, played up front, you know, with with the time that we had in the past game.
0: Yeah, I mean, protection again, uh, and Fitzpatrick notes it there. I mean, the offense line was just – it was outstanding. And, um, yeah, I mean, they're just – they're coming together. The front five is just playing really well right now consistently. The the pass protection from the running backs is on point. And if they can, can continue to do that, Fitzpatrick is just going to continue to dissect teams. And that's that's all you can ask for.
1: Yep. I mean – this is probably the third or fourth time I've said this. Love him playing as one. Yeah. You you got to do it. Mm. It's a team. This to me, football is one of the probably the most critical team game. It's the ultimate team mm. game, right? You you have to have everyone doing their assignment, their job mm. accurately to execute a play. It's. It's obvious. Mm-hmm. There's no. There's no way. If an offensive lineman blows it, quarterback going down. Mm-hmm. If a running back misses his blocking assignment, quarterback's going down. If a receiver runs the wrong route, there's an interception. Yep. It's you got to have everyone working together as a team, a unit, to win a game. Mm-hmm. And like it's just this year, you're, you're hearing that it's not because oh, Fitz magic. Mm-hmm. Yes, I love that we're building around the Fitz magic, and he's doing it. He's executing everything, but it's not only because of him. He's not Peyton Manning. He's not making this offense. He didn't bring an offense from New York or mm-hmm. – where the hell was he before? It was in New York or Buffalo. I don't uh, know, but he yeah. came over here. He didn't bring a damn offense. Yeah, This is Cutter and Munkin's offense, right. and he's running it mm-hmm. because of execution. It's not because he's got this magic. I love the Fitzmagic offense. Routine and chance and everything. I believe in my Fitz magic. La <laughs> Yes, keep it up, please. Get the momentum going. Mm-hmm. But I mean, this is a whole team working together. It's not just one guy. Right. We gotta get that out of our heads. Thinking it's just it's just Fitzpatrick. Oh, this is the quarterback of the future. Uh, he's playing great. Yes, he's a hot hand. I'm gonna ride it. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do it. But it's because of. Him with the team working together. Yeah. Right? Yeah, absolutely. All right, so there's one more clip I wanted to play if it's magic. <laughs> I mean, you guys are jumping on teams early and you keep pouring it on.
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, today, you know, today I, I don't think we did our defense any favors at the end there. I thought we, uh, there were some plays that we left out there and, and maybe got a little complacent, but we can, we can improve on that. Uh, but that's an important thing in the NFL because everybody's good, everybody can score.
1: So he says we were complacent. Mm-hmm. The offense, he said earlier, lulled. Yeah. We were complacent. We couldn't keep putting the pedal to the metal, like I said. I mean, you noticed it. Mm-hmm. It's just you can't keep giving away what the hell you're going to do. you got to keep attacking.
0: Yeah, they just they got out of their offense way too early, and they need to continue to just stay with that same game plan, you know, because it's working, you know, so don't change it just continue to modify it and you know do something different within the same formations and that's I think as time goes on and when Munkin as Munkin gets more comfortable with his role uh, as a play caller I think you'll see that and uh, just overall continuity among the offense line in the run game and the pass game that's just going to open up everything and I think we'll we'll be good to go
1: you're exactly right exactly right I mean what I like most about FitzPatrick is that he knows that yeah, like it's not just him. He's the biggest one saying that. Mm. Fans are mm. crowning him already. And there's already people saying, "Oh, Winston don't have a job." Oh, I know. like
0: yeah. I saw Winston trade rumors already, which is well, oh my like, God. which is insane.
1: It's, it's adorable. <laughs> but I mean, let him. He's loving the hype he's in and he's living it. He said it himself. He's like, "I've learned to with all these years, 14 years, right, in the yeah. NFL, that you got to embrace the good times because the bad times are bad. So he's loving it. Mm-hmm. I would do the damn same thing.
0: Yeah.
1: But the thing is, he knows where he's at. He knows how good he's doing. He's gonna keep riding the wave as well. Mm-hmm. Maybe the Bucks should do the same thing. Yeah.
0: I think they are going to do the same thing. Yeah, and there's going to be adversity that's going to come this season. That's going to happen. It's it's bound to happen. It happens every NFL season. Um, the biggest thing is can you rise above it and continue to win games? And I think as long as we're continuing to play well and, and get better, yeah, you got to go with Fitzpatrick and let him ride this thing out again. And not to say that's anything to do with Jameis, but it's a good thing to have – Fitzpatrick playing like he is because it's going to be a benefit towards Jameis because he'll be able to learn and get better from it. So I think this is a great situation that the Bucks are in right now.
1: Totally agree. Totally agree. And I think Fitz Magic is doing what he needs to do right now. Mm. When that time comes about Winston, we'll figure it out. But as of right now, keep riding the wave, Bucks fans. We're two and zero. We have the Steelers coming up Monday night, and yeah, we're gonna be doing a podcast later in the week. Thank God, we're gonna do two this week.
0: Yeah, little, excited. Little preview show, little preview yeah, action.
1: This one went a little long. We went to a little too much into the Bucks'
0: action. Yeah, we were excited. It's two and zero. Oh, oh I mean, yeah, we don't. <laughs>
1: we we had to give the auto audio from the game. Yeah, but be prepared for the Steelers matchup mismatches weaknesses. Later in the week.
0: And that's going to do it for this week's podcast. Uh, Again, make sure to follow us at RealBuckStock. You can find this podcast on iTunes and Podbean. And again, please, if you enjoyed this show, please uh, share, like, and subscribe. And again, this has been awesome. We're 2-0. Go Bucks!